service. We are so glad to have you with us. Thank you for joining us. I hope you've had a great week. I hope it's all with you and your family. We are thrilled that you can join us for another Sunday and God has been good to us. So today we're going to be continuing our series and actually concluding our series, um, Looking Forward. Today we're going to be talking about setting our goals, achieving, achieving our goals. So you set your goals and then you achieve your goals. So today we're going to be discussing how we can achieve our goals for 2022. Hallelujah. We're looking forward to 2022. We're excited about 2022, but we want 2022 to work. We don't want what happened in 2021 or 2020 to happen again or to be a core. And if we keep doing the same things, we all know that saying, keep doing the same things, keep doing the same things, expecting a different result, then you're not serious, are you? We want something different. We want to work with God better. We want to hear from God better. We want to act. We want to implement we want to achieve. And for us to be able to do this, we need to do things differently. That is why we are starting in November this year to prepare for January 2020. We're starting early. So everyone needs to write their list and things. We're going to be discussing all that today. So what have we been doing? We did a, first of all, we did a self-examination. We looked inward. Where are we up to? How self-aware are we? We looked inward. And then after that, we looked backwards. What are the mistakes we made in 2021 or in 2020 or we have made in the past? Is there a recurring pattern? What is going on? What can we learn? How can we move forward? How can we draw lessons? Because we can keep making mistakes, keep making mistakes. If we are not learning from those mistakes, then those experiences are wasted. But if we are learning from them, then we are moving forward. We are failing forward hallelujah because failing and failure is not the be all and end all it doesn't mean everything is over no it is an experience we go through to learn and for God, and, and and it helps god afford affords god the opportunity to teach us and for us to grow hallelujah so last week we discussed looking ahead pressing forward pressing forward what are the things we can do to press to press into what God is doing. What are the things God wants us to do? How can we hear from him and begin to do the things he wants us to do? Today, we are looking at how can we achieve those goals? So before you write your list, before you write the list, it's important that we hear this message, that this message comes, that we understand it. So before you write your goals, I think this message is going to be brilliant for you because it's going to help us to align ourselves to God's plan, to align ourselves to what God wants us to do. So we can write goals in line with what God wants us to do for 2022. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the gift that is your word. We thank you for the gift that is yourself, the Holy Spirit, God in us, God with us. Father, as we hear from you, Lord, Father, we want to, we want to hear your heart. We want to do your will, Lord. We want to obey you. Father, give us a sure word. Do a quick walk in our hearts. Make us of quick understanding, Lord. 
that we will hear your word, Lord, and we will respond to it in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I want us to read a passage from John chapter 14. John chapter 14. Verse 28. I'm going to be reading from NLT. Hallelujah. So it says, but don't begin until you count the cost. For who would begin construction of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there is enough money to finish it? Otherwise, you might complete only the foundation before running out of money. And then everyone will laugh at you. They would say, there's the person who started that building and couldn't afford to finish it. Or what king would go to war against another king without first sitting down with his counselors to discuss whether his army of 10,000 could defeat the 20,000 soldiers marching against him? And if he can't, he will send a delegation to discuss terms of peace while the enemy is still far away. So you cannot become my disciple without giving up everything your own. Hallelujah. This is Jesus' words. This is Jesus speaking about the cost of discipleship. But the analogy he's used here is so, so important and it's very, very clear. Don't start what you can't finish. And before you start, plan. Sit down and count the cost. Can I finish? Am I able to do this? Now, there is no problem on God's side because we know that God is able. But are you willing to walk with God? Are you willing to keep up your faith, to keep up energy, to keep up in prayers, to keep up doing and doing and doing? Pastor talked about walking on, in love on Tuesday. Continuing to work, persisting to work, persisting, doing, and continue to do until you see that thing that God has promised you. Hallelujah. Count the cost. And I also like the analogy of the king. Jesus said here, he will sit down with his counselors. So there are some certain things. It's like if you, you're involved in ministry or you run a company or anything like that. You sit down, you have a meeting. What is our plan for next year? What do we want to achieve? How will we achieve it? So that is the essence of today. So there's so many things that are in our hearts we want for 2022. So many things we're believing God for. So many things we want to achieve, whether it's in our career or in our work or, or in our business, or we want to start something. You want to start a podcast. You want to write a book. You want to learn how to swim. You want, you know, you want to do something. You want to travel. You want to change location, you want to move abroad, you want to move somewhere, you want to move back to Nigeria. Whatever it is, you need to sit down. You know, if it's just about you, then sit down with yourself. But if not, you need to have a meeting with your family or with your spouse. So where are we up to? Where are we financially? Where are we physically? Where are we, you know? The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 21, verse 5, it says the plans of the diligent lead to plenty surely lead surely to plenty the plans of the diligent so when you are diligent in planning 
in the planning, then don't worry about the rest of the things because of course you can't control everything. But you leave that one for God. You do the one you can do and you leave that one for God. Hallelujah. So what are we talking about? Counting the cost, sitting down to plan. What is it I want to achieve in 2020, 2022? Last week we talked about dreaming big, expecting great things, taking the limits off. So it's not even just what I can do in my own strength. You want to do what you start to plan. You know, when God called Abraham, God gave him his, you know, big promises. Told him, this is what I'm going to do with you. I'm going to make you great. First of all, you have to leave your father's house. You have to leave this place. I'll begin to go to somewhere I will show you. So I started to leave first. You have to take those steps and start to leave. You don't know where you're going to. You know God is taking you to a big place, to a huge place. But you have to start taking those steps. Hallelujah. So, you know, in, 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 a, in corporate world and in secular world, you know, when we talk about goals and talk about smart goals. We talk about smart goals, specific, measurable, um, relevant, timely, all that sort of things. And those are good measures. They can be limiting, they can be limiting, but they are good measures, you know. But for us, I believe there's some things we need to look at, much more important than these. Hallelujah. The Bible, first of all, is to write things down. But before we even write things down, before we write things down, things down the first thing is to seek God's face. You know, but the thing with us is so many of us go through a year and we don't achieve even half of the things we, we, we believe in God for. We don't achieve one quarter of the things. Or we achieve maybe three quarters, but there's something left. Hallelujah. This time, I want us to do things differently. So rather than coming from a place of, you know, our minds, um, our desires, the things we want, the things we're longing for. And I want to tell, tell you why this is important. Let's look at a passage in James, James chapter 4, from verse 2. It says, you want what you don't have, so that so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Hallelujah, that's not us. It says, yet, you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure so first of all we, we don't have what we want because we're not asking and i find this happens to some of us as we begin to grow in our maturity i don't know whether to say we feel too big to ask or we just expect mm, god knows what i want but you see we know from scripture that god wants us to ask jesus said my father knows you need these things ask you know, you, God wants us to ask. But see what he's saying here. Even when you ask, 
You're asking them. It's even when you ask. You're asking because you want to spend it on your lust. You know, there's this thing we do in Nigeria, prepare them. You want something, even when, you know, you're believing for something, but in your mind, you're like, when I get that thing, I'll take a picture with it, I'll put it on social media, I will do this one, I'll tell about it. Lust. You know. It, not because it's bad, but it is carnal, isn't it? It is. There is something that is in God's heart for you. There is something that is in God's heart for you. Because God's purpose for you is not carnal. It's not fleshy. It's eternal. It's working in us a far greater a far greater glory that outweighs all these things. Hallelujah. Jesus didn't die on the cross for us to pepper others. That's not, that wasn't his goal. That wasn't why he suffered and died. That wasn't why he shed his blood on the cross of Calvary. For us to have something and then for us to pepper others. Hallelujah. That wasn't his goal. That wasn't his goal. God created us for his glory. So our first step is, what is in God's heart for me? What is in God's heart for me? Habakkuk, I will stand upon my word. First of all, he will stand to hear what he's saying to him. What God is saying. Then, write the vision. Make it plain. So that is where it comes to being specific. You now write the vision. After you have heard what is in God's heart for you. So you don't, don't just start writing all our fleshy goals to prepare others and to spend on our lusts and our pleasures. No, what is in God's heart for me for 2022? So this is even different from what, you know, what we've been talking about. What does God want me to do? No, what is in God's heart for me to get? What is in God's heart for me to achieve? Hallelujah. Then write the vision. Make it plain. If you don't make it plain, by July, when you read that thing, that's thing my children do sometimes. They write, they write their notes, maybe from a service or something, or a Bible study. And then when they come to tell you what it is they learned, they can't read that thing that they wrote. It's, it's you know, it's, I'm like, are you the one that wrote it? I, what did you write? No, I don't know, I'm not sure. It says, write the vision, make it plain. So when you're writing those things that God is, is giving to you, those visions of the night, when, God, when you are writing, make it as plain as possible. Write as many words as possible. Draw if you have to. Make it plain so that when you are beginning to run, you can read it and understand and be moving quickly. Hallelujah. Make it plain. Write it and make it plain. Make it specific. You know, God is all about specifics. I've just finished reading Ezekiel. And it's so great how God, you know, God in numbers eight and a half centimeter. Eight, seven, three quarter inches. Everything to the to the measurement. This is how I want the door to, the door to be. This is the space between the wall and this other wall. God is all about specifics. God believes in specifics. So let us be specific. Specific. And even the children of the world have understood. That's why I talk about smart goal and S is specific. Specific. Let it be 
specific, measurable, so that when you achieve it, you will know. Hallelujah. So make it plain. Make it plain. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The other thing I want you to write after writing your goals, the things that God has given you, is how, how, how am I going to achieve this? How am I going to achieve this? Goes back to God. Because when God asks you to do something, there's always a way he wants you to do it. So the direction will also come from God. So you have to listen in. God, how will I achieve this? What do you want me to do? Should I start, you know, what books should I read? Do I need to get a mentor? Do I need to build capacity in this area? You know, do I need to go and do an internship? Do I need to go and learn how to do this or that? Do I need a new skill? Hallelujah. How do I do this? How do I do this? How do I begin to implement it? And it's a great thing we're doing this now. So that from January 1 or from whenever you decide to start, because you can decide to start today. Hallelujah. You will know exactly what God wants you to do. And there's something about God. God will not give you everything in one day. This is, this is the way he does. Maybe he could, because nothing God cannot do. But the way God works with us, most of us, he gives you a bit at a time. A bit at a time. A bit at a time. Hallelujah. And then, before you know it, things have changed. Things have moved. Sometimes the thing, the, the vision you have in your head is not the way he wants you to do things. Hallelujah. Sometimes where you think you're going to meet that person is not the place you're going to meet that person. Sometimes the person you have met, you think, oh, this is my Messiah. That person is not your destiny helper. Hallelujah. So you have to keep listening, listening to what God is saying. Every step, step of the way, you are checking, you are checking, you are fine-tuning. You are speaking with your counselors. Hallelujah. You are finding, because there are people that God brings into your life to help you. God did not make life for anyone to live it or to walk it alone. There are people God sends to you to help you. And these people could be your family, your spouse, your friend, your pastor, your counselor, your mentor. There are people, you know, and they so ring their sounds. But do you know, everything they say for you, they will come in tandem with what the Holy Spirit is saying. Because this is the spirit of truth. He is the one who knows the heart of the Father. So as I keep saying, if there's anything we have learned this year, it is to listen, to hear the voice, to be led by the Holy Ghost, to be led of the Holy Ghost. That should be our word for 2022. He knows where God is taking us. He knows where we should be. He knows what we should be doing. Hallelujah. And we should make up our minds to obey, to obey, to obey. There are things that God wants us to do. We need, he needs our cooperation for him to be able to do those things in our life. So we need to listen and then we need to obey. We need to obey. You know, Jesus told us the, the parable of the two sons of a man. Man told the first son, 
go and do my vineyard, go and whether it's go and weed it or go and harvest it, go and go do some work in my vineyard. And he said, okay, okay, dad, I'll go, I'll go. Yeah, I just finished playing with my PlayStation and then I'll go. But he didn't go. He stayed with his PlayStation and forgot what his father asked him to do. Second son, he told him, go and do the work in my vineyard. Then um, I want to play. And after that, I want to sleep. I'm not going. But he went back and said, you never had my dad like that. Let me go. And he went. And Jesus asked, of the two of them, who did what their father wanted? It was the one who actually did the work, even though he said he wasn't going to go. The one who actually, who actually went. So listening is not enough. Hearing is not enough. Doing, that is where the power is. That is where the results are. That is where the outcome is. Doing, doing the will of the Lord. Doing the will of my Father. Hallelujah. Doing. So execution. Everything is about execution. That's the truth. That is where the results are. So there is theory. There is the learning time. There is the coaching time and all that. But if you don't implement it, if you don't do the work, if you don't go out and execute, if you don't go out and sell, if you don't go out and look for a job, if you don't put out your application, if you don't attend the interview, no, you wouldn't get the outcome. You wouldn't get the outcome. And this is where it is really tough. This is where, what we say, where the rubber meets the road. This, the road. this is where, this is actually where push comes to show. This is the place. Execution. Actually doing the work, doing the will of God. We should make up our minds. We should make up our minds that 2022 is going to be an action year. It's going to be an action year. We're going to take affirmative steps. We're going to move forward. So we will pray, we will fast, we will learn, we would study, or we would do the work. Want to start writing a book, start writing it, get a computer, start your notes, start writing it. Tell yourself, I will. That is another thing. Accountability. Accountability. So, but first of all, you make the decision. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to write a page every week. What day am I going to do it? Tuesday night. So no matter what is happening on Tuesday night, immediately after service on Tuesday, I'm going to, you know, do everything I need to do, get ready for the next day. By 10 or 10 p.m., between 10 and 11 p.m., I will be on my computer or on my phone pages, and I would write a chapter or I'll write two pages of this book. I'm going to start working on a podcast or on something else. Every Saturday, by this, no matter what is happening, you know, let me put it at a time where I'm sure there's no meeting, no one's going to disturb me, no one's going to invite me for anything, I won't be out. So by 10 o'clock or by 9 o'clock every Saturday, I will be on my bed or I'll be in my study and I would begin to walk on this. Hallelujah. So make up your mind. Then, accountability. I'm going to have this person as my accountability partner. So by Sunday evening, call me, ask me about my week, ask me what I achieved, ask me if I was able to complete this, if I was able to complete that, 
if I wasn't able to do it, why I wasn't able to do it, how I'm going to cover up for it, and things like that. Hallelujah. That is what, these are things we need to put in place to actually get us to do these things. If not, 2022 will be like 2020, will be like 2019, will be like all those years where we didn't achieve anything. We need to put things in place. So there is a big part that God plays in our lives. We're not doing this thing because we can do it. We are strong. We, we, we trust God. We rely on him. We commit our ways to him. But there are things that God expects us to do as well. God needs us to implement these things that are in his heart for us. God needs us to move forward. God needs us to meet with the people he wants us to meet. We're not going to meet them by lying in our beds and watching TV. God needs us to make some moves. Hallelujah. We need to decide that 2022, we will act. We wouldn't just talk. Because there is talk, 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 talk. We talk, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to have bright dreams. Going to build this, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to start this. Oh, is this what this person is doing? Ah, I wanted to do this thing. Hey, you know, no, this we're going to start. Hallelujah. And you find out when you start, God begins to open up other things to you. God begins to open up other things to you. Begin to meet people, you begin to network, you begin to move forward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But it has to be what is in God's heart for us, not what is in our hearts for ourselves. You know, Pastor loves this verse. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, then you would ask what and it will be done for you. I'm paraphrasing. Hallelujah. If you abide in me and my words abide in you. So we need to abide in the vine. If we abide in the vine, then we will bring forth much fruit. We will bring forth much fruit. We need to abide. We need to go retreat. Lord, what is in your heart for us for 2020? Reveal it to us. And then we begin to implement. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thank you. We bless you. We glorify you. Honor you. Thank you for the word, Lord. Father, give us grace to be doers and not just hearers. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, speak to us, everyone in this meeting. Reveal to us what is in your heart for us for the next 12 months. Reveal it to us, Father. Let us hear you in accents, Clara. Give us the grace to follow through. Give us the grace to act. Send us the right people. Send us the people who will help us to achieve these goals. Send them into our lives, Lord God. Signpost us to them. Signpost them to us. Help us, Lord God. We trust you. We commit our ways to you. We run into you, Lord God, and we are safe. Thank you, Father, for hearing us. Oh, we've asked and prayed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let us pray for our offerings, Lord. Thank you. 
one who's forgiven the offering and the tithe. And we ask that your blessings would overshadow them wherever they look them. Manifesting everything they put their hands to do. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Please join us on Tuesday. Pastors, excellent series is continuing on forgiveness. It's been great. Look, if you have not, if you missed all the parts that we've done already, you need to catch up and be on our podcast. It will be on YouTube as well. Activate Church. Just look for Activate Church UK and you would find it. Please, please listen. Your will, I mean, your life will never remain the same. Your forgiveness life will never, ever remain the same. And please share it as well. Like it and watch all our posts on social media as well. It is a forgiveness revolution. Hallelujah. And our prayers are continuing on Wednesdays and Fridays. All our meetings are by 8 p.m. God bless you. Go into this week and prosper. May God's countenance shine upon you. And I'm trusting God for great things as we come to the end of November and get into the month of December. God bless you.